950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Trace Beaulieu is kind enough to join us once again. You remember him as uh, Dr. Clayton Forrester from Mystery Science Theater 3000. He is teamed with Frank Conniff, TV's Frank, for The Mads Are Back. They've got a new show tomorrow night, and it is a beaut. Dimension 5. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Trace, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Oh, Matt, I, uh, first of all, I apologize. I, I wrote the wrong time down. Uh, even though you texted me, <laughs> I went, I, I, I'm going to write this down in pencil because that's how I remember. <laughs> you know, Trace, I am 54 years old. I am, I, I forget my children's names already. I'm like, <laughs> is this really what I, my life is looking for? I just, now I can understand why I'm just going to have pudding and be watching. Someone's going to put me in front of Fox News. I can just see that coming. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you can always look up your kids' names, you know, if they're, <laughs> on Wikipedia, probably. I don't know. <laughs> oh, let, me, let me go to the Hennepin County Jail. Oh, there they are. <laughs> oh. Uh, I will, I, I've, of course, we'll get to The Mads Are Back, the, the show you guys have tomorrow night in just a moment, but I always love talking a little bit of popular culture with you, and we got two things. One, first of all, your thoughts on the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it is such a, spectac a spectacle. It's, yes, a football game. Yes, it's a, a, a quick little concert. And yes, it's some of the best ad campaigns you'll see. Um, how much Did you watch any of it, and, and what is your thoughts on that whole thing? Uh, I watched all of the ads uh, the next day uh, or <laughs> last night uh, as they popped up. I, I watched them all on YouTube. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of not interested in that game unless the Vikings are anywhere near it. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I that's all I see. I just see purple. <laughs> well, and that's, that frees up your schedule generally in February pretty easily. There's <laughs> not too much. Yeah. I like to take a month off. I know I'm not going anywhere. Of any of the commercials that you saw, were there any ones that you said, okay, that's, that's, that's cooking with gas. That's nicely done. Uh, I liked the Breaking Bad ad uh, very much. Uh, oh, actually, I liked all the food. You know, <laughs> the uh, I just watched the um, uh, the fast food drive up with uh, J Lo and and Mr. J Lo. Uh, I thought that was fun. Um, it's it's all just distraction anyway, Matt. It's just really? to keep us from you know caring about the rest of the world. Or, or thinking about the $2 billion we paid for our stadium here. I mean, really it is, if you think about it. It, it was $2 billion? <laughs> well, I think with all, when you put it all, the way I always said it was, when you look at all the extra sewer lines, electrical lines, streets that had to be shut down, all this stuff, it had to be close to that amount of money at the end of the day. Plus, remember, didn't they get a park, too? Didn't we throw a park in for free? Something like that, but it brought jobs in and oh. things. <laughs> I think there are all those that... people. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say all the people that came in for those jobs can can go to the Iron Range and get their jobs up there. Yeah. Uh, well, I when they said you know stadiums get you championships, I don't think any of us could ever argue with that statement ever again. Uh, the other uh, <laughs> the other thing that's coming up is the Oscars. I uh, obviously, once again, and I've said this numerous times, you can't watch as many bad movies as you have watched in your life without actually knowing what makes a good movie. Have you seen any of the nominees or any of the films that are being talked about with the Oscars coming up? Um, I've seen a bunch of them, but none of them really stuck with me. Uh, Glass Onion, I think, was the last one I just watched. 
Um, I liked that. Uh, it was fun. Um, uh, what's uh, the other rich people doing horrible things? Uh, the menu. Yeah. Um, I watched that. Uh, and it was fun. Um, but I haven't watched any of the serious, serious ones. Like Tar is supposed to be like outstanding and, you know, a, a serious uh, subject matter. Um, but I, I save all of those and then I feel guilty that I haven't watched them. I watched three of them. I watched the Elvis one. I watched uh, the Baz Luhrmann Oz, uh, Elvis one. I watched the uh, ba- Banshees right. of Inisherin, and I watched. Oh yes, uh, I saw that. You did see that, and then of course, All Quiet on the Western Front, the German one. And oh yes, can I, just, I did. I did. So I, I saw that too. Yeah. Well, well, you saw those two. Is it just me, or is the theme seem to be insanely depressing films? that are actually pretty spectacular to look at. I mean, because let's face it, both of those films, just the cinematography, the style, the setup that they did was was pretty spectacular, although it just, you felt horrible watching them. Oh, I, it took me three sessions to get through uh, All Quiet on the Western Front because yeah. uh, I, I kind of knew how it was going to turn out. Uh, but it's just bleak. It's It's beautifully bleak, but it's still... Uh, just, yeah, super depressing. Um, mm. And I kind of like um, the Banshees in the, of Inishirin, I think is how you say it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of found that one uplifting in its bleakness. <laughs> well, it, I will say, God, it's one of the most Irish films I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is incredibly Irish. It is stunning to look at as well. I mean, it's just a beautiful film. The performances, I could see those guys winning outright all across the board, including uh, the sister uh, from that film. But, I mean, it just, you know, there you have to be prepared for going down a pretty dark path before you get to any little bit of ray of sunshine in that one. Well, I'd seen uh, all of his other movies, or most of the, the major movies, like in Bruges and um, Three Billboards. Um, and actually, I saw one of his plays in New York, I guess uh, five years ago now, mm-hmm. back in the olden times, uh, <laughs> and they're all pretty. Oh, um, psychopaths, nine psycho, five psychopaths. Um, yeah, they're all they're all pretty dark. But this was like I was not expecting uh, this film, and uh, I was delighted. Uh, you know, in in how Irish it is. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's, you know, cause I, I mean, my, I've got, uh, the godparents of my kids are Irish in Ireland and the, the way that it, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I lost my leg, but you know what you're going to do. Anyway, let's go get a pint. <laughs> and you're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's put a, let's turn that frown upside down with a little Guinness and it seems to work for them. That is, that is their thing. So, uh, did you see everything, any, everywhere all at once? That one? I, I I did see that one. I saw it so long ago. I'd forgotten that that was one of the films from the, for the, that have been the the contending. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, I like that one a lot. Um, I I don't think I've seen anything that I hated really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty strong field this year. I think. Not that there isn't one every year. I just yeah. you know, no one's going to look back. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that when, when I think about that film, I, I've had people, and I'm going to trust your judgment on this. I've had people say that everything everywhere all at once is 
it's 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 a bit and I don't want to go it's like a Robin Williams like a patch Adams where it's a, it's designed to to you know it's putting in the things which they knew would get public appeal but the movie doesn't seem to to hold up when you look at it I am of the opposite I think it's a fantastic film talked about as a matter of fact if, if I'm rooting for any film to win it's that film I really would love to see that film win because I thought that it was so inventive and so kind of original and so unexpected that you know it, it's hard for me Jamie Lee Curtis is fantastic in that I mean the, the entire cast is fantastic in that I mean it just was so unexpected I just I, I think sometimes I think that people uh, especially people within the industry whether that's critics or people within Hollywood they have a tendency of of trying to dismiss something because it does get some level of public appeal. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're very pop, or or um, uh, yeah, very you know, kind of kind of middle of the road, but it appeals to a, a broad. Uh, but I, I agree completely. It was, was this is so you you know so many special things happening in that movie that I hadn't seen before. Um, and maybe they're happening in other parts of the world where they're making things like RRR. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. Uh, you know, where you just you watch with your mouth open, going, I thank you for showing me some things I had never even considered. And I, I think that's a successful film for me. Well, and I think when you talk about like RRR, everyone's saying, how come... How in the world is is Hollywood so stuck in these superhero films? Whoever did that film should be brought on to do the next superhero film because that film is so great. And I think sometimes we do get too comfortable with the formula. And and, yeah. and what you see, what I think with the Marvel guys right now is very reminiscent of stuff that you are familiar with. Was the old serials that used to be in the the movies back in the '30s and the '40s, which you guys have ripped to shreds on some of your episodes. But you know, it's 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 kind of it's almost a. It's it, instead of doing it for the 15 minutes before the movie starts, now it's the movie themselves, and in, in, you know, kind of in that level. But it's just they're too afraid to walk away from or try something really avant-garde to try to fit within their world. I, I agree with you. I think that that's you know, it maybe it's because of we're so formulaic with some of the movies that we get today. Uh, Avatar, I'll throw that one in there too. That they they basically. Um, yeah, that you know, you look at something like an RRR, everything everywhere all at once, and you're like, wow, at least someone's thinking nowadays still and making movies at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we have only scratched the surface. I, I think we're we get really isolated. Um, I, I like watching the uh, Criterion Channel mm -hmm. um, to show me stuff. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm in the Midwest. We don't get your big pictures like you do on the coast. <laughs> or any of them foreign things. Uh, but there's continually surprised by the quality of, of stuff. Um, oh, Pinocchio. Did you see Pinocchio? No, I'm not yet. That, uh, the Benicio del Toro, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or Guillermo, that's I, Guillermo, I Guillermo, no, Benicio, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There's so many that are popping into my head now that it's like, Oh yeah. I, we don't have much time to catch up. <laughs> we don't. I will say this. I will say I think there definitely is an impact on like Netflix, which is bringing in a lot of these TV movies, other movies from other countries just to fill out their content level. And it's exposing people. It's like, OK, wait a second here. How come this guy's not making movies in Hollywood? I think there's a level of that that's going on with the streaming services. 
Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, if you're talented and you can pick up a camera, I mean, there's so many places you can be seen mm-hmm. uh, and and or discovered or whatever it is uh, you want to call it. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about what's what's happening. I I don't go to the theater um, mm-hmm. really anymore, so I'm seeing everything on a tiny screen. Um, but I think that's okay. I, I don't think I don't think it's that wrong either because I think it's it's interesting to see how Hollywood's kind of relegating itself to this now that this is the new normal and the and the post pandemic world that this is you're going to be able to the movie theaters will still be around you'll still be able to go get twenty dollar popcorn but the the you know the reality is is that there's going to be more content on your streaming services than in the theaters I think that that's going to be the new normal. Oh, it's it's overwhelming now. It's people yeah. go, "Hey, have you seen this yet?" And I go, "No, I'm still working on you know these other three things that you told me I should watch." Uh, the only two things I've been able to watch right now are Poker Face, which I enjoy quite a bit, and uh, The Last of Us. Just oh yeah, to round out the bleakness. Oh, Last of Us is insanely good. I will agree. I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that one is my only one every week I'm stopping and I'm watching. As soon as it's available, I'm watching because that has been incredibly good. Uh, I will, I, I, let's, let's change from good things to bad things. Where did you find <laughs> Dimension 5? Where did this one come from? Uh, Frank found this somewhere in <laughs> the internet uh, dustbin. Um, and it's kind of a cool idea. This uh, Jeffrey Hunter, who was Captain Pike in the original Star Trek, uh, is this spy who has a, a belt that he wears so he can travel back in time or forward in time, I guess, to do spy stuff. Um, but you can only go like two weeks or three weeks. It's a limited amount of time. Uh, and nothing actually ever happens. Um, uh, odd job. Uh, is in it. The actor that played Odd Job in the Goldfinger uh, James Bond movie is the bad guy. Um, and France Nguyen uh, is the love interest, I guess, but she's also a spy who joins him on his capers. Uh, she gets a belt, too, and they can zip and zap back and forth in time, and it makes as much sense as Tenet. <laughs> well, it's... Oh, God. This is this uh, this is fantastic. I've never I've I've never even heard of this. It's brilliant. You guys are ripping it to shreds tomorrow night. I will mention as well. Tammy Golden is going to be joining you this time, correct? That is correct. Yes, um, from Mad Magazine and uh, a writer for the new MST three K, uh, and an old pal from way back twenty years. So uh she's a very talented comedian and follow her on twitter uh you will find her tweets delightful and funny i will make sure we link to her as well uh on this uh this is uh it is once again it's tomorrow night dimension five uh is it uh you know seven to nine p.m central or is it eight to ten do you know off the top of your head uh it's uh it's eight to ten central i believe but I've gotten my times wrong before. I would double check with the internet. Uh, <laughs> dumbindustries.com, I think, is the, the best place to go. It says 8 p.m. Eastern. So it's going to be seven uh, live stream access, 8 p.m. Eastern. So basically it's going to be 7 to 9 Central Time. So 7 o'clock Central Time, 7 to 9 tomorrow night. Valentine's Day, why not? 
it, you, you're, you're, you can stay at home with your spouse and laugh. I mean, if that, and th- by yes. the way, in, th- in this day and age, you don't have to worry about reservations. You can just stay at home and enjoy Valentine's Day with, with Trace and Frank, which, I mean, that is amore right there. <laughs> We've saved you hundreds of dollars in parking, in, in restaurants, in everything. You should thank us. <laughs> you should. Thank them by going to see this. Uh, I will put the link up uh, with Eventbrite there to get the tickets for it. Uh, tomorrow night, it's Dimension 5 with the Mads are back. Trace Ballou is kind enough once again to take some time. Trace, uh, thank you very much. I know you're really busy. I appreciate the time. I look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Thank you very much, and uh, all my best tomorrow. Thank you so much, Matt, uh, and uh, rest easy. Take care. Trace Ballou is kind enough to join us once again. The Mads are back tomorrow night, Dimension 5, 7 p.m. Central Time. Look for the link. I'll get the link up on social media. Go and, seriously, you'll laugh your butt off with those guys. We take a break. Come on back. Michael Broadcorp joins us. We'll talk about the outcome of the Super Bowl. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.